0: Good morning, good morning, and welcome to the Morning Report here on FightBackMedia.com, FightBackMedia.com, FightBackMedia.com. My name is Willie Lawson. Uh, it is at FightBackMedia on Parlor, at FightBackMedia on uh, on Twitter. You can catch the FightBackMedia page on Facebook, and also the Morning Report page on Facebook. Uh, or just go to the website. There you go, just go to the website, at FightBackMedia.com. Yes, amazing how I was able to call everything the same name so you wouldn't forget. Just type in Fight Back Media into DuckDuckGo. Just go ahead. Do it. Well, <laughs> I hope you had a great Monday. And uh, we're going to go ahead and delve into some stuff that is going on. And uh, hopefully that uh, we can. Get your day started the conservative way, because it's super important that we um, that we hang together, folks. It's so, it's really important that we hang together. What was the phrase? If we don't hang together, we'll certainly hang separately. <laughs> That's kind of where we are, isn't it? All right, uh, we're going to um, talk about uh, the abortion case in Louisiana, and um, John Roberts uh, screws us again. You know, and some people are like, "What do they have on John Roberts? They have John Roberts. Was he on the Epstein? Has he been on Epstein Island? I don't. What do they have on John Roberts? That John Roberts, um, who was supposed to be—this is this is the the delusion we've been living under. John Roberts is supposed to be um, a conservative um, judge and and giving um, the conservatives a five-four advantage. At least that's what media has been saying. But we find what we've been finding out in the past few." Weeks so that's just not been true. John Roberts um, was on the side of gay marriage. John Roberts was on uh, today on the side of the abortionist. Uh, hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, so it's important. It's going to be important long term to make sure. Unfortunately, right now, although he may not be the best choice, but frankly, in the opinion of Willie Lawson, and maybe not the opinion of everybody here at Fightback Media, the the best choice right now, maybe not the best choice, but the only choice we have right now, is Donald J. Trump. And his ability to continue to um, get judges nominated and approved. Over 200 judges. That is good stuff. So we're going to talk about the Trump campaign's response to John Roberts and the abortion ruling in Louisiana. Uh, we're also going to talk. Um, and, and, oops, and my computer is my computer. Y'all, y'all know, right? Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the um, a former Fox News reporter um, basically slams a dagger into the heart of the Taliban Russian story used to um, you know, used to attack Trump. Uh, so we're going to talk about why that's all bullcrap. And we've got a um, a special report from our friend Tim Bryce in, at Bryce's Right. And, uh, you know, going to give you some tidbits from here and there and everywhere. Again, thank you again for uh, coming to the Morning Report here on FightBackMedia.com, FightBackMedia.com, FightBackMedia.com. We'll be back right after these messages. You know, every man my age should have three things in my opinion. First, you should have your own barber. Second, you should have your own car mechanic. And third, you should have your own florist. That's right, florist. My florist is Christine Vasconcello at Blooming Days Flower Shop, located at 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida. An FTD Top 100 florist, Blooming Days meets all of your floral needs while respecting your budget. Give Christine a call at 813-933-1942. www.bloomingdays.com This is Willie Lawson for the Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network. You can have access to a growing nationwide network of attorneys and legal experts. You can get bail assistance. Um, the network provides up to $25,000 to post bail on behalf of a member who has used force in self-defense. The fee deposit to your attorney immediately after a self-defense for representation during questioning and other vital defense services. You can reach us at ARM. Citizens Legal Defense Network, our number is 360-978-5200. That's 360-978-5200 or go to www.armedcitizensnetwork.org. Ah, uh, thank you ever so much. Thank you ever so much. Thank you ever. Thank you ever so much for tuning in and um, being with us. And, 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 and listen, please go to Parler. P-A-R-L-E-R. Um, it is a Twitter alternative. And, um, and instead of 180 characters, you get 1,000 characters. So it's like Facebook in that sense. And you can post pictures and you can post articles and you can post videos. Uh, I don't think you can do lives yet, but maybe they'll um, advance that far I don't know but it's an alternative for conservatives especially they they seem to be conservative friendly like clout they seem to be conservative friendly and um, you can we can plan and we can do what, what we need to do to to make sure that we are doing our best to preserve the republic ah right um I wanted to get into the um the the Trump ca- the Trump campaign reaction to um, let's see here I'm having trouble finding that article uh, the Trump's campaign reaction to uh, John Roberts and the abortion ruling uh, I think that we have been hoodwinked uh, I think they're working on that article so it's not there uh, I think we've been hoodwinked that somehow John Roberts was a, a, a conservative. I think he was appointed by the Bushes, um, which really should, should give us reason to pause and not really depend on Supreme Court rulings being 5-4 anymore. Uh, I think that conservatives should look at Supreme Court rulings as always being 4-5, us being on the other side. And asking out loud, where the hell is Ginsburg? Is she alive? Is she really alive? Is the person that they're bringing to the table, is that really her? Do we have a DNA test to make sure that's really her? I know that sounds crazy. I know that sounds insane. I know that sounds like uh, some Alex Jones conspiratorialist stuff. I know it does. Believe me, I know it does. But tell me that you blame me. Tell me that somehow you blame me, that I may not be right. I may be crazy. I may be crazy. But it just may be a lunatic you're looking for. Right? I could be right. For all I know. Yeah, you may be right. I may be crazy uh but I want to make sure that we understand that this is th- this is not this is a time like th- there are things going on right now that we have not we have not dealt with you and I have not dealt with um, and we have to understand this I've been saying this for years the thing that I am most impressed about the left is that they will do anything there is not uh too much there is not a too much for the left there is not, Ah, uh, we went too far. There is not a too far for the left. Excuse me, I'm drinking some of this, this fantastic, winn um, Dixie Groceries lime flavored sparkling water. It's delicious, actually. It's, you know, when you know when, when here in Florida, it's, 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 it, we are in hurricane season. And we've had, we have plenty of bottled water for the three of us. Uh, we've got a lot of bottled water for the three of us. But sometimes you just want something a little different. This is not an advertisement for them. So, but we are drinking a little uh, Winn-Dixie limes flavored sparkling water. It helps me get my water intake in without having to choke down a, a you know a, just a bottle of plain water. And help me get my water take intake in, which is good for me. All right. Um, so what happened in Louisiana was Louisiana had, a, had a, a rule just like Texas that an abortion clinic had to have somebody on staff there that had privileges at the local hospital. So it wouldn't turn into a Dr. Gosnell situation. Somebody there at the clinic had to to have privileges at the local hospital. Planned Parenthood said that that was somehow restricting the rights of women to health care. I'm not sure when birth control and the murder of of children in utero became health care. I don't know when that happened, Uh, but uh, apparently they in a 5-4 decision, the Supreme Court ruled with Planned Parenthood that this request was unconstitutional and they, and so apparently the the hospital, the the clinic does not need to have anybody there on excuse me, on with privileges to the local hospital. So basically, what does that mean? That means that Dr. Gosnell could work at one of these clinics. Oh, and if you haven't seen the movie with my friend Zoe Rachel um, Gosnell, you need to. It is heart-wrenching. And you will hurt. You will hurt, and you will... And you will self-indict that you had not that you've not done anything of, of of any value to stop this genocide. Up until this, up until the point that you see the movie, you will hate yourself, and most of you will hate yourself for good reason. So watch Gazelle, Um, if you get a chance to, if you can order it, if you can, uh, if you know someone who has the DVD. Uh, see if you can get it from them. Put it in your computer. Uh, show it to your church group. Show it to your your Patriots group. Not your New England Patriots. Screw them. Um, your nine eleven. I mean, your nine twelve group. Your Tea Party group. Your Republican Party group. If you meet in small groups at your church, make it your movie night. Do that. Remember my friend Alfonso Rachel is in that movie and he is really good in that movie. doesn't surprise me that he's really good in that movie, but I'm just going to tell you, he's really good in that movie. So you want to check it out. Um, Alright, uh, the next thing I want to cover, I want to co- I want to cover, um, the story that came out today to, to bash Trump was this whole idea that there is this Russian Taliban story that... Um, came out, and of course, um, I think part of it was in, um, what's his name, uh, John Bolton's book, and, well, anyway, here's a story from TownHall.com. yeah, the story lasted about five minutes, as the left-wing engages in a coordinated and wide-ranging campaign on things they find problematic, especially when it comes to American history, the liberal media decided to once again show they have fall for anything relating to Russia, Russia, Russia. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Russia, Russia, Russia. After two plus years of peddling the Trump Russia collusion myth, they decided to, get, to get, on, get another one going regarding the Taliban being paid by some super secret Russian intelligence um, to kill Americans. It's Bountygate, the Afghanistan edition, except that it's fake news trash. Rash. After the media's appalling uh, failure on the collusion nonsense in which they never seemed to get all their bombshells ended up as nothing burgers and no direct evidence was ever dredged up, it's safe to give these stories time to settle. And when they do, it's pretty much always torched. Two things are clear. One is that the anti-Trump deep state is real. Folks, these people who hate Trump this is the real deal. this isn't some this isn't just some anti just anti-Trump hate because they hate Trump because he's rich or they hate. Trump. This is and the deep state, it sounds again, awfully infowars like. It's the truth. It exists. And let me stop for a little bit and, and tell you why it makes sense and how this happens, because I don't think a lot of people really realize how it happens. A lot of people in a lot of these agencies stay, regardless of who the president is. So the people who worked for Jimmy Carter end up being some of the same people that worked for Ronald Reagan. And maybe some of the people who work for um, Bill Clinton, who may end up being some of the same people who worked for George Bush, who may end up being some of the same people who worked for Barack Obama, who may end up being some of the same people who are now in the who are now working in these agencies. So they become not and and, and appropriately so they don't become um, backers or supporters of the president. Their loyalties are not with the president. And you would think their loyalties would be to, to the Constitution and the American people. No, their loyalties end up being to the agency. And anything for the agency to, to re- remain autonomous. That's where their loyalties are. And these people are, are almost impossible to dig out. It would be, because frankly, it would be disastrous for the new president to come in and basically say, everybody's fired. It's tough enough to come in and fire the head of agencies, especially when we're talking about in the intelligence community. Unfortunately, a lot of these people still keep their, their, um, their security clearances and get briefings on intelligence. That's hard enough. That's hard enough that the that, that, thing about somebody like James Comey has kept his security clearance. That James Clapper. And some of these other, others have have been able to keep their security clearances. When they were obviously working against the president. Obviously. So the deep state is real, friends. It's real. I wish it weren't. I wish it weren't. But It is. I wish it weren't, but it tis. So it's hard to think about it. It's hard to think about that there is a shadow government going on. Yes, you elected a president, and you expected that president to do a thing. And it isn't just the other side, the loyal opposition. Democrats is actually people who are embedded in the government. That are working against this president. That's probably always been the case. To some degree. But we've never seen it. We've never seen it. A lot of people have never seen it at all. But we've definitely never seen it. At this level. At this intensity. Never. Second. The liberal media. To no one's surprise. Has yet to learn anything trump russia related they've not learned that anything is is probably false and you bet this story was weaponized to attack the president because he was he was all in a brief that was sent to him or something right so that was the initial story um according to the wall street general here's the clip from the story a russian spy unit paid members of afghanistan taliban's movement to conduct lethal attacks on u.s troops that um, that excuse me in that country, according to a classified American intelligence assessment, people familiar with the report said the assessment of the role played by Russia's military intelligence agency, um, the GRU, in fostering attacks on American soldiers came as President Trump is pushing the Pentagon to withdraw a significant portion of U.S. forces from Afghanistan, and the U.S. diplomats trying to forge a peace accord involving the Taliban and the U.S.-backed Afghan government. The intelligence assessment regarding Russia's actions in Afghanistan was delivered to the White House earlier this spring and until recently had been known only to a handful of officials. A person familiar with, with it said its contents were reported earlier Friday by the New York Times. Another leak of something that should have been top secret? Hmm. It couldn't be determined whether Russia bounties paid off Taliban fighters resulted in any American combat deaths in Afghanistan. So, according to this, they don't. We don't know if anybody was actually hurt. This has actually happened. The White House, without confirming the existence of the U.S. intelligence assessment, said President Trump had never been briefed on the Russian bounty payments. Responding to Democrat and Republican critics who charged Mr. Trump knew of the activity and should have halted it. Well, and then the uh, the Italian people said, nah, we didn't think it was real, so we didn't tell the president about it. Now, CBS went with the narrative that he knew. Catherine Hedridge tweeted, the officials said the intelligence collection report reached low levels in the, uh, of the National Security Council but did not go further. Not briefing POTUS or a VP because it was de- it was deemed as uncooperated, and dissent, and the d- dissent intelligence community. Well, as it turned out, the president was never briefed. Why? As um, CBS News Catherine Hedridge, formerly of Fox News, pointed out, an intelligence official with direct knowledge tells CBS. News that it was an intel collection report and the NSA assessed the report not, uh, does not match well with the established verifiable Taliban uh, practices and lack sufficient reporting to corroborate any links. Wait, 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 wait. She added the officials said the intelligence uh, collection report re, uh, reached low levels of the National Security Council but did not go further. Not briefed the president or the vice president because it was deemed uncooperated and dissent intelligence um, and dissent intelligence community. So none of it got to the president. So when the president said he wasn't briefed, he was telling the truth. Hmm. As Lee noted, um, Trump rightfully slapped down this story as another shoddy hit job. Beth noted the uh, New York Times so-called anonymous sources offered no details about this alleged operation between this Russian intelligence unit and the Taliban. Oh, and you know skepticism should be uh, the default position on a story like this when the, everyone agrees that is ridiculous. All parties involved in this disaster of a story say says none of it's true. And this is what happens when some low- level clown in the intelligence community thinks they have something and they don't and it turns into a firestorm because out of anti-Trump opposition press is too stupid to know that classified information can also be totally wrong the difference that we're in today is that the media is also corrupt this is why ladies and gentlemen programs like this blogs like the Swanson Report people like Kevin and Janelle Bats have got to be supported they must be supported people who are willing to tell the truth people who, who it's truth first is truth first. The Lincoln Project, and we talked about the Lincoln Project on this program last week or the week before, tweeted this, Putin paid a bounty to kill American soldiers. At Real Donald Trump knew about it, but did nothing. How can Trump lead America when he can't even defend it? They just went with it. It is the Trump derangement syndrome that is just insane. We talk about it at my house all the time. The best thing about Trump is Trump, and the worst thing about Trump is Trump. The worst thing about right about anything right now going on is Trump. The best thing about anything going on right now is Trump. Because whether it has a, whether it's true or not, if it's negative, Trump, the media goes with it. And the anti Trumpers, the never Trumpers, go with it. They don't wait. They don't verify. They just swing the bat. They're their own worst enemy. So when the president says that that they are enemies of the people, that's mighty hyperbolic. But unfortunately, Not too far from the truth. Not too far from the truth. We're going to take a little break. We'll be back right after these messages. My name is William Lawson. This is The Morning Report, a production of Fightbackmedia.com, Fightbackmedia.com, Fightbackmedia.com. We'll be back right after these messages. it's time for Bryce is right. Tim Bryce is an author, freelance writer, and the managing editor of M JB Investment Company of Palm Harbor, Florida. Tim has over 40 years of covering Florida politics and national politics. It is a pleasure to have Bryce is right as a segment on Fightback Media. And now, Bryce is right.
1: This is Tim Bryce with my column titled, The Summer of Hate. In 1967, hippies gathered in San Francisco for the Summer of Love, a phenomenon featuring peace, love, music, and dope. It captivated the imagination of the country at the time. Singer Scott McKenzie sang a song written by John Phillips of Mamas and Papas fame, titled, San Francisco, Be Sure to Wear Flowers in Your Hair which became a mega-hit and anthem for the Summer of Love. This was a major cultural phenomenon at the time. Although the clothing, sex, and drugs upset parents, it was still peaceful in intent. Today, though, we're experiencing another cultural phenomenon on a much broader scale. Unfortunately, it is more concerned with hate as opposed to love, which leads me to call it the Summer of Hate, and is ultimately motivated by the 2020 elections. During the last 30 days alone, we have witnessed a wide variety of changes to our country. Corporate America is now frightened to be accused of racism, and as such, they are rapidly rebranding a plethora of products, including Cracker Jack and Cracker Barrel are said to be considering name changes, as the Cracker Monitor is said to suggest racism, where a whip was allegedly used to keep slaves in line. Rice Krispies are said to be accused of being racist, as they feature three white people, Snap, Crackle, and Pop, but no black faces. Quaker is supposed to be reinventing the Aunt Jemima brand, as blacks feel the character stereotypes black women as being nothing more than a cook. same is said to be true of Uncle Ben's Rice in the character on the Cream of Wheat Box. Ice cream favorite Eskimo Pie is considering rebranding their product, so Eskimos will not be demeaned. And I'm told PETA recently accused plain cow's milk as a symbol of white supremacy. This has put companies on the defensive. What's next? Colas shouldn't be brown? Mr. Clean is too white? Pets shouldn't wear a collar as it is demeaning? Was Jack Daniels a racist? Where does it stop? The point is, it doesn't. At least not until after the elections. Corporate America will spend millions, if not billions, on rebranding their products so they can be in line with political correctness. This is incredibly inflationary, as the companies will not eat the expense, but will inevitably pass it on to consumers instead. Then we come to the world of entertainment and sports, whereby movie classic Gone with the Wind, arguably the greatest movie of all time, is being shelved as it discusses slavery in the Civil War. Warner Brothers is said to have taken the shotgun away from cartoons' Elmer Fudd as it poses a threat to opponents of the Second Amendment in the Bill of Rights, the right to bear arms. It has been proposed the Texas Rangers of Major League Baseball dropped their team name, the Rangers, as it is alleged the original Rangers were racist. The University of Cincinnati is considering removing the name of March Shot from the school's baseball stadium. Shot, who passed away 16 years ago, was well-known as the former owner of the Cincinnati Reds. Her philanthropy was well-known, and she literally gave away millions to a variety of charities, including $2 million to build the UC Stadium. Yet she is now charged with racism. Marge may have been rough around the edges, but she had a generous heart. My question is, where were the charges of racism when she made her donations? hypocrites. Both the National Football League and NASCAR now claim it is okay to take a knee when the national anthem is played. What does this teach our youth? That it is okay to disrespect the country? Au revoir, NFL and NASCAR. These acts by the entertainment and sports industries are trying to alter our sense of morality and patriotism through political correctness. Then we have the problem of defacing or tearing down historical icons of our past. A Seattle statue of the father of our country, George Washington, was pulled down. Other historical plaques and statues are facing similar fates, such as that of our third president, Thomas Jefferson, the principal writer of the Declaration of Independence, as well as presidents Andrew Jackson and Theodore Roosevelt, and discoverer Christopher Columbus. Even a statue of the great emancipator, Abraham Lincoln, May be removed in Boston, and a statue of Union General Ulysses S. Grant, representing the side freeing the slaves, was toppled. Remarkably, a statue of Lenin stands proudly in Seattle, untouched. And no, I do not mean John Lennon. Interestingly, Vladimir Lenin, the founder of the USSR, was responsible for the creation of the Gulag concentration camps, where upwards to seventy thousand people were used for slave labor and 14 to 20,000 members of the clergy were executed, yet his statue in Seattle is unblemished. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi has also ordered the removal of paintings and statues of former speakers who had a connection to slavery and the Confederacy, even though they served as speakers well before the Civil War. What's next? Most likely we will see a changing of our currency and coins, whereby our founding fathers will be re-examined for their attitudes, and the far left will demand their removal. I do not think the critics will be happy until they have rewritten the history of the 18th and 19th centuries, which I personally consider the most interesting history of all. We will also likely see the 20th century challenged as well. More immediately, we are seeing the emergence of political settlements, such as Seattle's Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, or CHAZ, who are trying to bar the police and recreate a form of government with a socialist agenda. Actually, this is anarchy at work and what we can expect in the coming months. The organizers claim they want to defund police departments, but the reality is they want to obliterate them. Without a form of law and order they will be allowed to run amok and tear society apart. As to Trump Republicans, the left continues to harass their opponents as seen at the recent Trump rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Make no mistake, these zones are designed to provoke confrontation with authorities, particularly police. Ideally, the anarchists want to fight much like the 1968 Chicago DNC riots to make the police look bad or to ignite a battle featuring lethal weapons. Undoubtedly, much more is on the way, particularly as we get closer to the election. We will witness attacks on conservatives and the Trump campaign. We will witness more attacks on our institutions, our culture, and our sense of right and wrong. We will witness more attacks on our history and icons. And we will witness attacks along racial lines as identity politics will be actively used. These attacks will only turn the clock backwards in terms of race relations, certainly not forward. The mantra for the summer is simple attack, 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 and never apologize. This is all from the playbook of the far left who is trying to reinvent our sense of history, values, culture, and government. It is also intended to make white people feel ashamed, but I contend this will backfire on the Democrats as people finally say, enough is enough. Watch for a massive pushback in November from the silent majority. You know, the people who work hard for a living, pay taxes, and just want peace and prosperity. The harder the left pushes now, the more it dooms the chances of the Democrats in November. It is interesting to see how hatred can drive a political campaign. All of this is a reflection of the desperation of the Democrats. So get ready for the summer of hate. Frankly, the drug-smoking hippies of 1967 do not sound too bad anymore, do they? Friends, keep the faith. This is Tim Bryce in Palm Harbor, Florida. Follow me on the internet at timbryce.com. What forges commitment? In America's Navy, you'll think about quitting from the drills, the aches, the cold. But shipmates face every challenge as one, every push to the edge, every call to defend. Because out here, we're part of something bigger, a force that never quits. The sea forges commitment in every sailor. America's Navy, forged by the sea. Discover commitment at Navy.com. If you love scratchers from the Virginia Lottery, you probably also love when your dog nails a new trick.
0: That's an everyday win, baby.
1: (laughs) Come on, Ranger. Roll over. (laughs) Hun, did you
0: see? He did it! Ranger rolled over! Oh, yeah. And now he's peeing on the rug. The rollover, though. Still an everyday win.
1: Like Scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Available in different prices and varieties at a lottery retailer near you. The Virginia Lottery.
0: Everyday wins.
1: For odds and more information, visit VALottery.com.